Hi guys. I have some fun on there. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. Woo! All right, and we are back on the airways, folks. Welcome back to the totally inappropriate radio show. We are fucking back. And we are done with the fucking holidays. We're done with that craziness, the fucking madness, the fucking insaneness of the fucking holiday season. Fuck the holidays. So we're finally back. We're back on the air on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. And if you guys, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we we still don't have a jingle. What what the fuck? You, you, You want me to make the jingle? No, you're supposed to be getting with the owner and say, hey, motherfucker. Okay. Motherfucker. Okay. Where's our jingle? Okay. You want you want to bring some class? I mean. So if you guys didn't know, I am Kimber fucking Haven, the living legend herself. Legendary porn icon, I, I would say. Wouldn't you say? No. no oh, Jesus. Oh, nice, nice Trump. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. The biggest porn star ever. <sighs> ever. All right, so who do I got over here yeah, yeah. to my left now? You're a, you're to your bitch. left, it's uh, Miss Lexus. Uh, yeah, Miss Lexus, yeah. From the West? Uh, you know, this holiday season has sucked so far because not only did we have the holiday season, but we had that cold snap, which froze our fucking pipes. Yeah, yeah it did suck. That was not fun. You know, getting frozen pipes was not fun. I have to admit that that was not fun. All uh, right. So who, who, what do we got going way over there in the production booth? Who do we got in the production booth over there? You have the freezing her ass off, Raven Rocks. Why are you freezing your ass off? Well, I'm not freezing now because I have a jacket on. I mean, I don't even have socks on right now. <laughs> but you and know, I just Raven's got out of the pussy. shower. Raven's a pussy. I, I just got out of the shower. I have no socks on. I could have my nice warming socks on but i do not so as you girls know we always we always love to start our show on an upbeat uh oh god so we died yeah exactly so we gotta discuss (laughs) a new death exactly so we have a new death to announce because on our show if a celebrity dies we talk about who died and if they had any personal meaning to us and if we're going to fucking miss them or if we're like, oh, fuck you, worm food, whatever. So, uh, Barbara Walters, Barbara Walters died at 93. Yeah, but she's not nearly as endearing as Betty White. No, but she did make great strides for women. Uh, that's true. That's true. Plus, she had a, a bad speech impediment and still made great strides for women. Okay, you know, Raven, 
It did not work. She's taking up both beds. I see that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to tell our listeners what the fuck you guys are talking about? So, Auntie Raven got the dogs two different beds, for one for each. And um, Miss Diva does not like to share, so she is sprawled across both beds. So, I mean, the, my best memory of Barbara Walters when, when she asked Sean Connery if he thinks that smacking the shell of a woman's okay to do, and he's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and just her expression, he's just like, oh, okay, Ben, Sean. Okay, I, I won't slap. talk shit because I'm afraid I'm going to get smacked. Uh, smack. Give them a little slap now and then. And, uh, smack. Just smack them back into... <laughs> and Barbara's like, okay, then. <laughs> you just give them a little smack. Just a little smack. Just smack the shit off. <laughs> are you two done yet? <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, uh, uh, sorry. We are here booth. to entertain... Sorry, Are we not? Yeah, sorry, Almighty Production Booth. Do you have any thoughts on Barbara Walters since since you want us to be done? Do we not entertain you? Yeah, what are your thoughts on Barbara Walters now that you want to interrupt and shit? I want to smack her. Oh, just give her a little <laughs> smack her. Smack her. Just, just, just give her a little back of the hand. You know? Anybody else die? Back of the hand. Uh, no, just that old bitch. Oh. <laughs> okay. You said, oh, bitch, with the, the Baba Wawas. Wawa. <laughs> Baba Wawas. You're mean. Baba Wawas. <laughs> so we were gone for Christmas. We were and New Year's. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, our Christmas was on New Year's. Uh, it was pushed back because we had no water. <laughs> <clears throat> and Raven got to get her New Year's kiss from, you know, her daddy. So what? Why? <laughs> what did we all get for Christmas? I got things. What kind well, of things? Okay. <laughs> now, to add to my nerd cred here, I got a lightsaber. Uh, I got Kane from RoboCop 2. I got uh, Ed 209, uh, RoboCop. I got a really cute purse. That's like the only girly gift. I mean, everything else is toys. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking. You got retarded. some earrings. I'm fucking retarded. You got some earrings. Yeah, I did get some emerald earrings. Yeah. 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 Well, you got nerd gifts. I got mom gifts. You are boring as fuck. But though. I, I, I like my mom gifts. In fact, I'm using one of them right oh, now. Oh, okay. Okay. What are, name some of your great mom gifts that you got? The exciting mom gifts. Well, I got not one but two bread makers. Yeah. <laughs> What else you get? Fucking Justin. <laughs> um, let's see. I got some stuff for my office. Some. Um, <laughs> God damn, you're boring. Yeah, I'm just thinking everything we heat got you socks. sounds boring. Yeah, heat up socks. You're fucking boring as fuck. Hey, I don't like cold feet. Oh my god! All right, Ray Ray, what what'd you get? What, well, I don't want to go this? now that you've told yours. <clears throat> Why? Because I got a RoboCop. I got an Ed 209. I got we, a cane. Yeah, it's because we both like that <laughs> shit. We're but. Both, oh, I got the Lost in Space robot, too. I'm looking at it. I forgot about that. But I did get, and you guys thought it was, a, well, you both thought it was a stupid gift, but one of you changed Fuck you, your big mind. sexy. <laughs> I got an induction cooktop. Oh, Jesus Christ. You girls are Yeah, lame. I was kind of ashamed to give that to you. I'm not going to lie. Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> 
you girls are so. Lame. But I'm sure you guys <laughs> felt the same way about the bread makers. So holidays aside, there's a phenomenon with Lexus, and I wanted to go into it and discuss oh, it in detail because she has some very weird quirks. I don't think it's weird. I think it's normal and <laughs> habits that I wanted to bring to light uh, and share with people what I deal with on a basis, a regular basis when I'm married to this woman. So, uh, Raven, I want to share something with you. One of her habits that not many people know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to know unless you live with me. I mean, you will now because she's t- talking about it. Can only poop naked. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is true. What do you do at public bathrooms? Do well, I don't poop down? in public bathrooms. Oh, she you've has, never had to go that. Oh, wait, bad wait, wait, then. wait, wait! But it gets better. Not only can she only poop naked, she never sits down on the toilet naked. <laughs> so, how do you get naked to take a poop? Does she hover yes. on her own toilet? You know, that's a valid question. Let's start interviewing <laughs> her now. Let Let's interview. Yes. Okay, Lexus. That's a valid question. I take my clothes off while I'm sitting down. On the toilet. Yeah. She cannot start Why, the poop though? process what? Because naked. does it not feel restrained when you have clothes on? No. First of all, I don't, I don't poop as much as you guys when do. When I poop, my pants and underwear are down around no, my ankles. she needs everything gone. Yeah. She can't even have fucking... No, but what I'm saying is it doesn't feel restrictive because I'm not wearing my clothes while I, you know, well, neither in the normal I. fashion yeah. while I neither poop. Neither am I. The only permittable clothing piece of clothing she is allowed while pooping is socks. Yes, because my feet get cold. You know what? Just said. I'm just picturing her in her onesie pajama, getting up like a little toddler, going, "I got poop," (laughs) and she just starts stripping as she walks to the bathroom. It's the weirdest fucking thing. This is 100 percent true. If I walk into the bathroom (laughs) and I see her sitting down the toilet, getting naked, I know she's about to poop (laughs) because she cannot have clothes on while she does the deed. She'll sit there and strip everything off except her socks. She has little booty socks on at all times. Then she puts her little sock feet on the floor, goes up on her toes, and then starts doing this. And I kid you not. (laughs) (laughs) Making those noises. You're an ass. Yeah, you are an ass. And then you know what happens next? You hear, carplosh. Ew. Yeah, exactly. This, she has to work to get that brick out. That's why I need all my clothes off. It's a fucking brick. Well, you can let, make an Adobe house with this shit. Let me ask you this, because I'm wondering if I got some bad Chinese. How, <laughs> how are you feeling? What? No, I'm feeling fine. Okay, because well, I, I mean, I've well, been, my, ever since we had that Chinese, I've been fairly liquid. Ew. Oh, that's normal for me. <laughs> so I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Don't you hear me complain about having to clean the toilet all the time? Yeah. No. I, I, I'm like Hot Pockets with your mouth. I destroy a toilet. I will fucking destroy a toilet. And don't you me. I don't drop a brick like this one naked. I don't drop a naked brick. Well, I don't poop as much as you. See, even Big Sexy is like, what the fuck? Why? About the naked pooping. Why do you need to be naked when you poop? Because it's serious work. That doesn't even make any sense. It's winter time. You don't you get cold when you're pooping? No, our bathroom's heated. Thank you. Oh jeez. But okay, I can get like 
pants or something because it would be compressing. But you're obviously not wearing pants to poop unless you're old. And then you just don't care. You just, you have your toilet to go. But I don't understand why you have to remove your shirt. And then your pants can't be on your ankles. They have to be completely removed off your First body. First of all, no, the only thing <laughs> that I could agree with would be the pants. Most of the time, I do wear my shirt. She sees my shirts on the floor when I go to take a shower and assumes that I take it off. Because it's not like she hangs out in the bathroom with me and well, watches me poop. The way she's describing it right now, I, I guarantee everybody thinks you are buck-ass naked she when knows. you go to the most bathroom. Of the time, yes, <laughs> most of the time, she is completely naked as Now, when poops. I am naked Which when I'm pooping, time, yes. is because I'm automatically going to get into the shower. Okay, you know what's even more frustrating, Raven? And this is true. She will take off all of her clothes to poop, but she will put on different clothes. So what happens is after her a good pooping poop, clothes, she puts on a different <laughs> set. So what happens is after a few days, we li- I literally have to wade through. I have to part the Red Sea of clothes in front of the goddamn toilet because she's always undressing on the fucking toilet. What she's talking about. Let me explain this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, what she's explain. talking about is when I come home from work. And I poop, I take off my work clothes, and I get into my comfy clothes, my comfy homeless clothes. Oh, oh wait, I do wait, that. Wait, 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 I wait, do wait, that wait. when she I get home. She comes home from work. She sits down on the toilet. She does not get undressed first. No. She puts down the lid. She gets ready to do her poops, then sits down to do her poops, then gets completely undressed <laughs> from her work clothes. This is the weirdness of it. Then she strips down. Then she poops. I'm multitasking. Then she gets redressed in different clothes after the poop. The weirdness is that she does not get undressed before sitting down on that toilet. She sits down on the toilet and gets naked. You don't understand the the poop. You don't understand what multitasking is. It's okay. It's all right. It's fucking bizarre. Raven It's weird. If you ever walk in and she's sitting on the toilet, and she's naked. She's taking a dump, rave, and run. She's not taking a piss. If she's naked, she's pinching a loaf. That's the way it goes. Well, I mean, it's not really much more weird than you sitting down and reading books while you shit. Oh, my God, that's annoying. Especially the big, heavy-ass fucking books she carries War and Peace. Oh, my God. Reading War and Peace while you're dropping a deuce. And uh, she's not even in there that long. I, that's that's by design. That's intentional because Jesus Christ, she saves that 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 load up for days. You got to run, man. She'll take paint off the walls. Now, I I did. <laughs> I I have something to talk about. You sound that, so dainty after that conversation. I I have something to talk about. <laughs> I I was you, like when I burp. <laughs> okay, what do you Excuse have to talk me. about? Um. I wondered if Raven was the same. You are obviously not the same as me because you did not grow up the same as me. Raven, when I was young. Running across the border? I didn't run across the border. I was born Getting deported? Never been deported because I'm afraid of ice. I'm a U.S. citizen. Not afraid. (laughs) Thank you. I'm a U.S. citizen. Aren't you I, like I actually, the only person in your family? I actually served my country. Thank you very much. How many much. people are in I your family? I actually went to boot camp. I thought there was like six of you. And oh, how many of you are U.S. citizens? Two. 
well, two out of six. No, more now because a lot of us served in the military. A lot of us served in the military. Fucking, they keep letting beaners in. Why? And where we became citizens. You know what? Where since, are we with the wall, folks? Since we're on that subject, I need to ask you something. Okay. Kimber says, I'm a veteran. Is that offensive to you at all? Yes. I'm an honorably <laughs> discharged war yes. veteran. Thank you very much. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Because bitch didn't even fucking go to boot I camp. I know. I'm an honorably discharged war veteran. So anyway, And this what, is what pisses me off because uh, we, we get go. mail, right? There we go. And she sa- it says to the honorably discharged Kimber, That's right? That's me. War but veteran. But you know what fucking I get? Disabled, disabled veterans of America. Yeah, me She's too. All fucked up. Here's for the <laughs> fucked up soldiers. You know why? You know why I'm fucked up? Because I actually did my fucking yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm 10% disabled because I did my fucking job. Anyway, we're getting off track here. <laughs> okay, Jesus. I thought we were just attacking me. <laughs> so what were you asking me? I was asking you because you grew up poor like me. <laughs> were you ashamed of your house? Oh, yeah. Oh you, yeah, you didn't bring friends over. No, that's that. That was me. Not I definitely I, was you know, not ashamed of my house. When my parents were married, it wasn't as big of a deal because I was little, and mm-hmm. you don't think that way. Mm-hmm. But then when my dad got remarried, he remarried a woman that was like, she was twelve years younger than him, but ten years older than me. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I was like 15 and she was like 25 and my dad was like 37 or 38. Well, let's just say at 25, could you imagine Amy trying to keep a house clean well, with multiple people living in it with a teenager? So she never cleaned. So that's when I didn't want to bring anybody over. Here, here's the thing ugh. I realized the other day. I'm still ashamed of my house. But in a very different way. Somebody from work the other day said, hey, I was over in your neighborhood and I saw your house. And, okay. and now I'm like, oh, <laughs> these people know how I live now. And it's basically the biggest house on the fucking block. And it's kind of <laughs> shameful because I'm like, oh. You feel like you're pompous. and Yes. Like you're one you of know, them people. I yes. was I was thinking on my way here. I was actually almost here, and I thought of something I wanted to ask you guys. Okay. Didn't have to do it on the show, but since we're talking about it, I will. Okay. Would you have bought this house if you had known at the time of buying your house that fucking Bo and Luke Duke were going to put fucking trailers right on your property line next door. No, the reason why we bought the house was because there was a fucking abandoned house next door. (laughs) Yeah, we had complete privacy, but that's happened to us before. Yeah, it it just, it happens to us all the time. This is the second time it's happened to us. When we bought our house in Florida, we bought our house in a basically (laughs) older neighborhood. Everybody was older. And it became a trailer park white trash zone it within did. like three years. Yeah, The house across the street was abandoned. Nobody knew who owned it. And then these young punks came in and just, I don't know what happened. People just love to fucking follow us for some reason. Florida man. Oh, Florida's horrible. <laughs> Florida. So I was watching like Back to the Future uh, the other day, like uh, the second one where they go into the future. Okay. And something occurred to me. I want to talk to you girls about it. 
growing up, we watched all these movies and TV and all, all of them had the futuristic, what we thought was the future and we couldn't wait for it was a video phone. <laughs> you called people, you talked to them face to face. It was so futuristic. <clears throat> We all couldn't wait till phones were no longer just talky talky. It was a video conference. Now we have that shit. We avoid it like the plague. Oh yeah. We all can do it and none of us want to. It, nothing pisses me off quicker than having somebody send me a FaceTime call. <laughs> oh yes. Isn't that true though? I think we used to die for that. We were like, I can't wait till we have video phones. See, uh, I'm glad you brought that up too. Cause is honey still on here? Yes. That little bitch. Oh, my God. Nothing, Always. Nothing's worse. Than what are you doing? I'm driving home from work. FaceTime me. Fuck off. It's like, no, I'm <laughs> fucking driving. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, here's the funny thing is, I think people know with me not to FaceTime me. The only time I get FaceTime calls is when Raven butt dials me. <laughs> yeah, she does that a lot. I haven't done that in a long time. You know, you know, it's not a FaceTime will put FaceTime call will put me in a real bad fucking mood immediately. But, you know, it's not a whole lot better just to get a normal call. That's true. I'm That's like, true. fucking text me, motherfucker. If you want to get a hold of me, fucking text me. See, Don't call me. Don't FaceTime me. Amy used to be bad about wanting to FaceTime all the time. And I broke her of that habit, at least with me. But... I'll get like a message from her and I'll respond. And if she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. I'm watching TV. Ring, ring, ring. It's like, Jesus Christ. I'm watching well, a show for a reason. Here's the problem is you said nothing. <laughs> comma, I'm watching, a, I'm watching TV. But I, that I'm busy watching my show. It's yeah. totally different. No. So, Ladies, everybody or, should just know is, that texting is the norm. This is what you need to do next time. I say, <laughs> "Busy watching my programs," like an I'm old not person. That old. <laughs> so, should we congratulate uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, for finally being elected after like the fifteenth? I was about to say, how many Speaker times did it take? Should we should we congratulate that spineless weasel? No. That said, Trump was to blame for the insurrection. They went and kissed his ass and thanked Trump for his win as speaker. The guy who caused an insurrection. Uh, I want to talk to you girls because this is 100% true what I'm about to tell you. Uh, there, there was a, was, is keyword, right-wing dating site. Right-wing only. It was called, now this is. Oh, I heard about this that. This is hilarious. It was called The Right Stuff. Oh, Jesus. And they've decided to throw in the towel and close up shop because it's flopping so hard. And the reason it's flopping is hilarious. There's no women on it. I heard about that. Did you know why there's no women on it? <clears throat> on the site, there's one woman for every 100 men. So it's they, Alaska. They were saying that women who are liberal or Democrat or middle of the road will not date Republican men just because they're so fucking mad. out there. I wonder why. Could it be the misogyny? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder. So uh, they, they thought that a bunch of women were lining up to date right-wing men. And we, we all know what the majority of Republicans are. So 
If you're a woman and you're a Republican, you were probably married at 18 or 19 years old and you got three kids by the time you're 25. You're, you're thinking to yourself, you know what I want in a woman? I want a real frigid prude that won't ever <laughs> fuck me and will always ask to see a manager no matter where we go out for the smallest infraction. Hey, Where could I find a woman like that? Hey, Try the right stuff. I found that for 20 years. I found that exactly that. I didn't know what to do with myself once I had freedom. I went to the drag strip one night, had no, no cell service at the drag strip. Got out on the interstate, told my, called my ex and said, hey, just wanted to let you know I'm on my way home now. I even told her before I went to the drag strip because the friends that I was going with were like, you're not going to get cell reception there. So I sent her a text telling her, hey, go into the drag strip. I leave the drag strip. I send her a text saying, hey, I'm on my way home. The response was, who is she? Oh, good. Uh, Well, I mean, you ended up in that situation, but you didn't actually go to a dating site seeking out an evangelical prudish woman that called for the manager. In my defense, she wasn't like that when I when I met her. She was in college. She had a bunch of bisexual friends. She was a freak. She'd let me eat her butt, all that shit. And it was like the longer we were married, the more MAGA and the more uh, Southern Baptist she got. And it was like, yeah, we all know Republicans are real great in bed. It's oh, she to, was so fucking boring. It's starting to smell good in here, guys. I can't smell it yet. Really? Oh, Maybe I, I have COVID. It. Oh, God. Yeah, but do Thanks you for rem- coming <laughs> over. Thanks for coming over. Yeah, but do you remember as a kid looking forward to video phones? Yes. What the fuck was wrong with us? Well, we didn't know. Then it becomes a reality. We're like, I will fucking kill you. Do you think I want anyone to we see me didn't right now? Yeah, no, but there's yeah. probably people from the 30s and 40s and 50s who were pissed off once everybody got a phone in their house and they could get in touch with you anytime. Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine uh, technology getting to the point where it's only video phone? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. See the person. Especially and- since I poop naked, like somebody <laughs> calling me in the middle of my poop. Or that would not be good. An see, call. and that's my thing is, and, and you both are exactly like this too. If you're not leaving the house, you're not putting on fucking makeup. No. And when somebody FaceTimes you, it's like, I got no fucking makeup on. I don't want to well, talk to you. And here's the thing, because makeup is a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. Men don't understand. It's a lot they of fucking appreciate work. They don't appreciate with better word. Oh, fucking appreciate. Oh, I like the name of the guy who joined the chat. Yeah, I know you do. Fucking, I saw that. Fuck yeah. Hey, daddy. How's it going, Mandingo, Kentucky? Jesus Christ. What? It's a good name. Put your ass back in your fucking pajamas. It's a good name. I am just, I was eliciting my approval of his name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to I think it's an approval of something else, not the name. I just smelled it. (laughs) (laughs) I just got a whiff. All right. No, it's okay to have some of the black men, Kimber. It's not okay to have all of the black men. Oh. It's more than okay to have all the black men. <laughs> we can only dream. We can only and dream. And see, this is why I my poops are bricks. Just saying. What? Because I'm not letting black eyes fuck me in the ass 24-7. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> Fix your, your, your bathroom problems right up. So that my ass is like yours? No thanks. I already have to clean the toilet enough. 
where it kind of like spits like a whoopee cushion. And you nasty, you nasty ass. <laughs> so uh, we we talked about this, ladies, but we haven't really talked about it on air because it's been two weeks now. But we were discussing the Elon Musk situation where he got Dixie chicked, <laughs> and where Tesla stock has now fucking tanked because nobody's wanting to buy Teslas because his entire customer base is eco-friendly, save-the-planet liberals, and no fucking magtards want to buy electric vehicles. So he's trying to No, because you can't roll coal yeah, in they, an electric vehicle. They want a gas-guzzling American machine. <laughs> you got to roll coal with your diesel with your chrome nuts hanging off the hitch. So all of his customers were liberal fucking Democrats who wanted the fucking Tesla. So now nobody wants a Tesla because he's gone so fucking insanely political right wing. His entire customer base has basically said, I would never buy an electric vehicle from you, motherfucker, out of principle. I will go buy an EV from fucking Chevy or Ford or some other motherfucker than give you my money, you cocksucker. So he got Dixie chicked, and now all of his customers are like, go fuck yourself. Who's he going to sell to? Did he think that the Magatards were buying electric fucking vehicles when they think fucking climate change is a hoax? <laughs> is this fucking guy an idiot? Look what he's done with Twitter. And everybody's like, oh, he's such a genius. Well, and that's what I love. like spectrum retarded. That's what I loved about the Knives Out because <clears throat> the Knives Out movie. They were totally bagging on him. Yeah, they were totally bagging on him. And at the end, he's like, he's just a fucking idiot. Everybody thinks he's, <laughs> he's yeah. a genius, but he's just a freaking moron yeah elon has never invented anything in his entire life he just buys companies and then markets them that's all he's ever done he's never come up with any fucking <laughs> and in the case of twitter he's doing it very badly and, <laughs> and black says i saw a video of people going around scratching tesla's cars with their keys apparently keying a tesla is a thing Oh, whatever. Oh, be careful. Fucking Tesla's got cameras all the way yeah, around those do. bitches. They keep getting caught because of that camera system. Uh-huh. You'd think that they'd know by now about those camera systems. But anyway, you know, I was watching another movie, and it just didn't make any sense to me. I was watching Home Alone because it was a holiday season. And here's what I... Maybe you girls can, like, explain it to me. Okay, Kevin McAllister is a genius at traps, right? <laughs> But he can't call the cops. Um, he had plenty of time. They never cut the phone lines. They literally never cut the phone lines. The whole fucking movie, at any time, you could pick up the phone and say, hey, cops, I got a couple of burglars at my house. You want to fucking come over here? If anybody can explain the mind of a rich kid, it, it is not one of us. It's oh, you. Oh, 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 fuck you. <laughs> Do you see this in chat? What? People are telling where to go find Lexus's movie so they can see her naked ass. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Lexus shut up real quick. <laughs> the expression on her face, guys. The expression on her face right now is priceless. She got all quiet. Yeah. M. Black knows exactly where to look oh, for shit. it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. Not me. Uh huh. So we watched uh we watched the movie all all three of this, and I thought we would you know tell our thoughts about it, and whether we enjoyed it and what we thought about it. So 
Uh, you know how passionate I am about films, so I thought you girls would go first. So we watched the new David Harbour movie, the holiday movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Violent Night. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, who wants to give the basic plot of the movie? Well, it's <clears throat> about a super uber rich family and Santa is uh, delivering gifts in the middle of them being um, taken hostage and they don't believe he's Santa and they start beating on him. So he decides he's going to do the beat down on them. And obviously he's got to save the little girl. Okay. So when I saw the preview for this, I'm like, this is such a stupid concept because <laughs> Santa's this jolly old fat guy. Like, how is he going to whoop ass? But they, the way they did it, yeah, the way they did it, I was impressed. The right time frame yeah. of history and the explanation and telling you a little bit, but not telling you a lot. Yeah, because like I, I was cursed. like, okay, all right. Now I can see why Santa is such a fucking badass. They, okay, for all the people that haven't watched it. Santa, oh, wait, spoiler alert. Yeah. Mute if you don't want to hear it. Santa turns out to be a Viking, a Scandinavian Viking warrior that just was a brutal, horrible warrior man who killed people, smashed them to death with a war hammer. And enjoyed it. And they don't, they don't tell you in the movie what happened or how he becomes Santa. They don't fucking tell you, but they let you... Figure it out yourself. They give you enough information that it seems like a redemption curse. Mm-hmm. Like he was cursed to be Santa to redeem for the horrible things he had done as a Viking. He was given this mantle that he doesn't even understand how it works. It's like a curse to him. Yeah, because at the beginning of the film, he you basically see he fucking hates his life. <laughs> yeah. He hates yeah. being Santa. He does it as an obligation because he has to. Didn't he like drink some milk and then go to their liquor cabinet and get yeah. a drink? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I just, you know, he, he came off as a cursed man that was trying to redeem or trying to find a way not to be Santa anymore. Yeah. What do I got to do to redeem myself where I'm no longer cursed to be Santa kind of thing? And the way they did that was really clever. Yeah, I thought and, it was. And how they built up to the hammer. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like... An award-winning movie. It was not, but it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah and it built itself as Die Hard with Santa Claus. Now, see, I always have the argument, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Just because something happens at Christmas time does not make it a Christmas movie. I agree. However, <laughs> this one, there is no denying it's a fucking <laughs> Christmas movie. It's all about Christmas. It's, it's all about Santa. It's Die Hard with Santa yeah. Claus. And they make... Santa Claus fairly human. He doesn't have a lot of supernatural abilities. He fights like a Viking. Yeah. When, when he does get his warhammer, although he did suck somebody up the chimney with him, and they came out not like Santa. Yeah, because he has the ability. <laughs> he understands because he has a lot of abilities that he doesn't understand how they work, and he didn't even know that he's he's virtually immortal. He's terrified of yeah. dying. But he doesn't know how his curse works or how the magic works. So he only has figured out how to do certain things as Santa. He's figured out enough to know what's expected of him and how to do certain powers. But he doesn't know a lot about what being Santa is. So he's just this hardcore Viking that's trying to be a better person and trying to relieve his curse. And 
they're beating them down. And the whole, I love this about movies. I love this. And I don't know if you girls love this, but I love this. Love when an action movie shows the main star as being human and frail and doesn't make him superhuman. And he literally spends half the movie getting Getting his his ass ass stomped by the terrorists until they build up to it. And his wedding ring rolls across the floor and it stops on the hammer, the Mm -hmm. sledgehammer. And his look on his face that is about to even the odds. And he finally gets a hold of the hammer. And it changes everything. And the way it built up to it, they do half the movie without the hammer. Then he finally gets his weapon. It's kind of like Willow in that way where you hear about what a badass he is. And he's like, if I just had a sword, if I just yeah. had a sword. And then he finally gets a sword and you're like, okay, he uh, is a badass. Nobody. What? Have you seen that? Yeah, yet? nobody. Yeah. Yeah. He, at, for the first half of the movie, you think he's a pussy. Yeah. yeah. But he was always a badass. We're talking about somebody who needs a particular like uh, item to become a badass. Like uh, Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Good example. He can't do shit without a stick. But you get a stick in his hand, you're going to have a bad day. And it was just cool that they built up to the fact that he's just a normal dude with a few quirks about him until he gets the hammer. And then you're like, oh, shit, he's a fucking trained Viking warrior. Mm-hmm. And he's just tearing shit up. And I can't imagine a guy David Harper size hitting someone with a sledgehammer. Can you imagine the damage that would do? Yeah. He's a huge motherfucker. He's bigger than me. That's rare. David Harper is actually bigger than me. I think uh, he's. Like, I hate to break it to you, but yeah. you're not that big anymore. <clears throat> <laughs> that look. If if you could see the look, is it my crushed look? <laughs> is it because you're it, not 265 pounds anymore? That's true. I'm not. Thank God. That, ooh, those pictures. Those pictures. I got a black stick in my hand for you, baby. Ooh, see, Mandingo, Kentucky. You came to play. Oh Jesus! So, what what was your consensus? Your overall consensus of Violet Night? Would you recommend it? Would you recommend? Yeah, I would recommend it. I thought it was an entertaining movie. I really did. I would watch it again. Not a piece of art, but okay. Here's the thing: a lot of Christmas movies are like that. They're not a piece of art. You know, they're just like Fred Claus. Yeah. Now the Santa Claus. This is better. Hell of a lot better than that. I have to say that this probably changed my favorite Christmas movie. Say what? Yeah. To what? To Violet Night. You prefer that over Christmas Vacation? I lost interest in Christmas Vacation years ago. Dick. Because it's white people problems. Home uh, Alone, white people problems. Yeah, rich white people that he, he doesn't get his big bonus for yeah. to get a swimming pool. It's and like, so it, I had changed it to Fred Claus a few years back because it was more, you know, Christmassy. But I, I, I like violence. I choose violence. All right, Violent Night. New yeah. Well, there was still rich white flavor. people in it. Though. Wow. Yeah, but, yeah, but there was were, violence. Yeah, they got at their ass beat. That was fun. <laughs> so rich people getting beat down is fun. So, Raven, what's your overall synopsis? Would you recommend it? Yeah, I would. As far as, like, Christmas movies. I mean, it it was, was entertaining. But, like, it, it's not War and Peace. It's not, you know. It's probably something I wouldn't watch again. 
But I would watch a sequel too. Oh, I'm gonna watch it next Christmas. <laughs> it, there it is wasn't. nothing more satisfying than that snot-nosed kid who thinks he's a fucking influencer getting punched in the fucking face. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> you know, you know something I was thinking about the other day, girls, and I don't know if you feel this way, but puzzles are stupid. I mean, not not like puzzles like you figure out on your computer or in a fucking dungeon or whatever. I'm talking about the puzzles that you put on your table. I mean, ooh, what's it going to look like? Uh, just look at the box. Yeah, I did them when I was a kid at my grandma's I house. I don't get why you would make it and then just take it all apart and put it back in the box. I, I Yeah, why take a picture and chop it into 500 <laughs> pieces? How is this an activity? If you want to see what it's going to look like, look at the fucking box. Save yourself some fucking time. Put some Werther's Originals in your fucking pocket. Take a goddamn walk instead of doing a puzzle. Now, the only time I did them was at my grandma's house when there was nothing to do. I didn't have any of my shit there, and I had to kill time. That was the only time I've ever done them in my fucking life. They just seem so fucking retarded to me. I don't get it. I don't. If you're trying to figure out what it's going to look like, why don't you just look... Like, literally, a foot to your right and look at the box. There. That's what it's going to look like. Did you just save yourself time? Why would you, like, try to recreate what's already on the box? It's already done. Just cut off the top of the box. Put it on the table. You're done. Yeah, and Black, she doesn't want everybody to know she's going to be an older bitch. Of course, leave it to Honey. Honey Rain's 48. What the fuck is she talking about? My age oh, in two weeks. She's telling everybody how fucking old you are. She, she's like, yeah. And, 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 and you, you're so fucking old, old you didn't even catch on. Uh, what? <laughs> what? My dementia's acting up. And honey's like, ha, they're both old fucking bitches. Don't be talking about my birthday unless you plan on getting me something. Ooh. Did you, did you ever do puzzles as a kid, Raven? No. I, I never liked them. I don't have the patience. I don't have the patience to sit down and read a book. That's true. What makes you think I got patience to sit down and do a stupid-ass puzzle? That's true. Now, I, I did see, it was a YouTube video, I think, or somewhere they were talking about they've come out with the hardest puzzle in the world. It's literally like a big 3,000-piece puzzle, but it's all white. See, I enjoy... Course, it's all white. A white person came up with that stupid <laughs> shit. I enjoy, like, putting shit together. Not puzzles, but, like, mysteries. <clears throat> I enjoy that shit. As a kid, there was nothing more I wanted to be than a detective. Because I, li- I like solving problems. Like Benoit Blanc, huh? Yes. <laughs> you could be the Benoit Blanc. So... I was thinking about... That's another movie we watched that... Well, Lexus didn't watch it, but it ended up... She did. Oh, she did watch Mm -hmm. it, so we should talk about that. Yeah, I recommended Glass Onion to her, so she got to watch it. I even rented the first one. Yeah, she watched... She had never seen You'd never seen the first? No. Wow. And did you know it's not based on a book? It's completely original. This is the thing. It's original character and everything made for that movie. She started telling me about it. I'm like, if there's a book, I got to read it. (laughs) So I started researching, there's no book, but then I started thinking about it. It would not be the same in book form because you can't see what's going on. And you have to, it's one of those mysteries that you've got to be able to see what's going on. Ryan Johnson wrote and directed it. I'm amazed because I fucking hate Ryan Johnson. I think Ryan Johnson is a fucking 
Would Ugh. you want to do one of those mystery rooms? No. The the escape rooms? I, I did an escape room. Oh, of course. God. Uh, at one of the haunted houses. And <laughs> I did pretty good, but it, it just... Put, I only did it because it was there. It's not... It's not something that I would do again. Put me in an <laughs> escape room and watch ugh, Kimber kick door open. <laughs> Kimber escape. Kimber win. But it, it just... It, it's not the same. Like, I like figuring shit out. And she'll tell you, like, I, I can pick up on clues. I'm like, oh, you did a cam show tonight. She's like, how'd you know? Because this, 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 and this. <laughs> I can just pick shit out. And she's like, oh, okay. So I was thinking about this individual and Caitlyn Jenner. Let's talk about Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, good thing her. I'm leaving soon. I know, Fuck right? Her. I know, right? And this is why I wanted to talk about it. Nobody, this, this person has put themselves on an island of loneliness like uh, Kanye. Nobody that she's allied herself with, the Republican magtards, like her. And her own people cannot stand her. There are no trannies that like Caitlyn Jenner. We all fucking despise her. I don't know if Kanye still has black fans after he went white supremacist with Nick Fuentes, but that shouldn't be an issue. Because Caitlyn Jenner has no fucking trans supporters. We cannot fucking stand her. She's a pariah to us. So who the fuck is going to be around her or hang out with her? Magatars want nothing to do with her. And that's who she's throwing her hat in with. And her own people fucking cannot stand her. She was, she was a big deal until people realized that she was a fucking piece of shit. And then she was no deal. What are your feelings she's, about She's our Kanye West. Yeah, I mean, what are your feelings? She, you're not trans, Alexis. What are your feelings about Caitlyn Jenner? <sighs> I really can't stand people who are of a cer- certain demographic and then turn on their people. It There's nothing worse to me than somebody who turns on their own people. The fact that like she Nick said... Like Nick Fuentes? Yes. <laughs> like the fact that she said... Gay people shouldn't be married, be allowed to marry. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like Bitch. one cunt talking to another yeah. cunt in that interview, you know? It, it's just <laughs> like, wow, you truly are a human piece of shit. And Dingo says, hell to the naw. Trust me, we don't, like, we don't trust Kanye anymore. You better not. He's going to put you on a train, send you to a camp. That's what he wants to do. Uh, so, um, speaking of human pieces of shit and garbage, you know, another kind of human piece of shit and garbage I cannot fucking stand anybody, any person who lists their pronouns on their Twitter, (laughs) they need to look in the mirror, then ram their face into it repeatedly really hard. If you have him, her, 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 uh, whatever, if you have fucking pronouns on your goddamn Twitter. If you want to explain and identify your pronouns immediately on your Twitter, I want to fucking ram your face into a goddamn mirror. I fucking hate everybody who has fucking <laughs> pronouns on you their You could have just stopped it. I fucking hate everybody. That's true. You're old and crotchety. <laughs> That's true. Raven, you don't have pronouns on yours, do you? No. Oh, thank fucking God. <laughs> see, see, but this is why. I don't have to have pronouns. 
because I actually look like the pronouns that I go by. So when people see that, they're like, well, obviously that's not he. It, it's just like the, the reason these Republicans keep using this pronoun shit against Democrats is because of these fucktards that these fucking idiots that their whole identity is wrapped up in their fucking pronoun. So they got to put it right in their fucking Twitter bio. Who the f- fuck is so insecure about their own goddamn gender? They got to list their fucking pronouns well, in their I, Twitter bio. I can't stand these people like fucking Demi Lovato. Who presents herself as a she, but wants to be called they, them. I don't get that either. I fucking hate that. Fucking hate that. They, them. Fucking figure your shit out. (laughs) Pick one. I don't give a fuck if somebody wants to be a boy or a fucking girl, but I hate indecisive people. Don't fucking say you're non-binary, you lazy fuck. Make a choice. If you can't fucking (laughs) even choose your goddamn gender in life, you got nothing going for you. You can't make a decent choice in your whole fucking existence. Jesus Christ, if you can't even figure out whether you're a boy or a fucking girl. All right, I got to go. I'll talk to you guys later. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. I mean, even if somebody says, I identify as a fucking dog. Yeah, they're crazy as fuck, but at least they've made a choice. That actually happened. Fucking non-binary, they, them bullshit. It's like, figure your shit out. That's the basics. Figure your fucking shit out. Don't expect everyone else to figure your shit out for you. Figure your shit out. Don't expect us to not know what you are. Let us know what you are. We'll respect that. But if you're like, I'm a nothing, fuck off. Fuck off with this they, them shit. This non-binary shit. Figure your shit out. Make a fucking choice. Fucking be an adult. Well, when I was in high school, I was taught in English class that when you say they or them, you're referring to multiple people. It's in plural, not singular. That's what I don't get is why all of a sudden you can call somebody they. Oh, fuck up. Fuck them. It, it, oh, geez. If, you know, this is... See, I can kind of see sometimes how Republicans get fucking fed up with us. I can kind of see it. Because if I'm talking to somebody and they correct me and say... I'm they, it's going to piss me the fuck off. It's going to piss me the fuck off. And I might say it, but I'm not going to want to say it. And I'm well, going to be pissed the fuck off. I, I've got a new manager at my work. And he's very pro, you know, trans. He's very cool to me. And it's just, you're, you're going to laugh at me. Probably. I always laugh at you. I lost the thought mid-sentence. Of course you did. (laughs) And I'm not even drunk or stoned or anything. We were talking about they and them and this fucking pronoun shit and how if anybody expected me to refer to them as that, it's going to piss me the fuck off. Yeah, I remember now. I found out from my boss that everyone, well, by the time we had this discussion everyone used to be afraid to work around me because they were afraid of that shit they were afraid they were going to say the wrong thing by accident and i was going to go off like these young fucking trans kids yeah, are these idiot activists they get their butt hurt if they're misgendered 
by accident. By yeah, people. but I found out from him that every person that's ever worked with me has gone back to him and said I've been nothing but a pleasure and, and hilarious to work with. I have never once been misgendered one time that I could not tell whether it was intentional or not. You can fucking tell if somebody's doing it on purpose. Yes. And you can tell if it was an accident because you can see their reaction when they let it slip. You know it, they don't mean to do it. But when you're fucking like a Nazi, if somebody gets your fucking pronoun wrong and you jump down their shit, this is why people don't even want to fucking talk to us. Mm-hmm. They scare people out of fucking talking to us because they're terrified they're going to s- slip up and just like and use men, just like men don't want to hit on women anymore because they're afraid they're going to get a lawsuit. People are afraid to talk to trans people, not necessarily because there's a lawsuit that could be involved, but you've got all these woke people who make it their life mission to fucking cancel anybody that disagrees with them. And, and Raven and I have news for you. If you're talking to us and you slip up, you don't have to stop the conversation and apologize. We already know you slipped up. All right. We know. We know you, it was an accident. We will know if you mean it because context is everything. You know when somebody doesn't like you, just like anybody, we are humans. You know if somebody doesn't like you and says something in the context uh, that like, is disrespectful. Like, what can I get you, buddy? <laughs> I'll take that to my grave being pissed about that. I'm just saying that we, we know if somebody's done it by accident or not. It's not like, but you know, these girls, like you were saying, these millennials, they know, they know it was an accident, but they'll still attack that person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're trying, be grateful. They're trying. Oh, the, the woke uh, phrase that I just, This phrase, if somebody says it to me over a computer, if we had like real FaceTime, like in Willy Wonka, where you could travel through the TV and and come out at the other side, it's, uh, you need to educate yourself. Oh, that pisses me off. (laughs) It's always these little youngins say it too. Yeah, yeah, like, like they're so the like they're here, so smart. Child. They they've lived a whole twenty two years. Yeah. It's like, but my forty eight year old ass needs to educate myself. Be gone, child. Life is gonna fucking kick you in the balls at least three, four fucking times. You're gonna be crippled. You're gonna be crawling on the ground, screaming for mommy three, four fucking times in your life before you talk to me, motherfucker. I don't want to hear anything that somebody in their twenties has to say to me. It's like. You don't know yet. You think you've seen shit, but it's like that toddler. When the toddler's walking around and he falls flat on his bottom for the first time when he starts walking, he screams bloody murder because to him, that's the worst fucking thing that's ever happened in his life. It's like, motherfucker, if you're in your 20s and you think your shit is bad right now, wake the fuck up. All these people in their 20s calling it quits and committing suicide because they think they've got it bad. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You think it gets a hell of a lot worse. It's like, you know, I hope Honey doesn't mind, but Honey's not in the best position right now, you know, financially or or anything. However, well, however, that's what I was going to say. I've explained to her multiple times that by the time I was her age, not only did I have to worry about taking care of myself, but I had to worry about taking care of me, 
my wife, and my two easy. kids. And you, we lived in poverty. Yeah. We struggled. Busted our ass just to live in poverty. 20s suck. 20s suck. But the thing is, these people in their 20s that commit suicide because they think their shit is bad. They have no fucking concept yet. People in their late 40s, their 50s, or 60s, these are survivors. These are people that literally life has brought them to their fucking knees at least three or four times by now. And they have gotten back up and kept fucking walking forward. If you get somebody with age on them, they are a fucking survivor. And people our age don't want to hear shit from anybody in their 20s. Because it's like you're falling on your butt for the first time. Wah, wah, wah. Get over your fucking shit. It gets worse. It, you haven't even scratched the surface on how shitty life can be. You want to make it to my age. You want to make it to Raven's age. You're going to have See, to get the fuck up off that floor. And Honey says that was a different decade. Ice cream was a quarter. Every yeah, decade's bad. But Every decade is bad for 20s. ice cream was cheaper, but minimum wage was what three twenty five an hour. So you got to work for like fifteen minutes to eat that twenty five cent the, ice cream. The twenties, <laughs> the twenties, and the nineties were just as shitty as the twenties and the two thousand twenties. Because uh, it, it was shitty for us, it's shitty for you, it's always shitty because you are a little child. I don't know. That hasn't done anything yet. You haven't accomplished yeah, anything, you haven't done anything. That does suck. But looking back and seeing the way it is now, you know, I remember all these shows on TV, especially in the 90s, that had... You know, black people had white people, had Hispanic people, and everybody was getting along. We had all those cool shows that had not only black <laughs> actors, but white actors and everybody else. What cool shows were those, bro? In Living Color. Um, well, they had like one white actor. His name was oh, Jim Carrey. Mad TV. But those were just the rare uh, opportunities that black people got to be on oh, TV. Please, I'm saying that most entertainment was made for white people. Hey, we're not so old that we didn't have BET. What it's, used to get me, because I come from a kind of racist family. I won't say they're all out, you know, racist, but they're not as educated as we are. And it was just growing up, black jokes all the time. Jesus Christ. What? Your fucking family, your hillbilly fucking racist ass family. Well, yeah, but it was weird because it was like, like my dad would tell a black joke, but one of his best friends was a was a big, huge black dude that would like, had he ever taken offense, he would have stopped a mud hole in my dad's ass. Well, see, friends talk shit about each other, poke fun at each other. Everything's okay among friends but that's got to be your friends because i talk shit about my wife all the time for being a fucking it beaner. just it just in the 90s i don't know if my train of thought was different but it just seemed like in the 90s it just wasn't as racist as it was in the 80s and it wasn't as racist as it is now well back to the 20s these little nothings so 20 nothings and Honey's in the room, and I know she's in the room. wonder if she's taking offense to them, calling her a 20-nothing. 
So all these little twenty nothings, though these little babies don't have nothing. That they they don't have nothing, but they bitch relentlessly that they don't have nothing. Now here's how I deal with little baby baby girls like Honey. If she starts bitching that her life is bad, that she doesn't have what she wants, you just look right at Honey, just like anybody in their twenties, and you say, "Okay, what have you done? Mm-hmm. What have you done about it?" Are you just bitching to bitch, 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 because you're hoping that one day your bitching will turn into reality and make everything better? What have you done? It, it takes me back well, to Janet Jackson. What have you done for me lately? I Ooh, was, yeah. I was 26, so I was a year older than Honey. When I had a good job in the year 2000, I was making over 15 bucks an hour, which is amazing for that era. But. I just didn't see myself doing that for the next 20 years. So you know what I did? Even though I had a wife, two kids, had to carry a job, I went back to school full time. And, and nothing pisses me off more than these motherfucking porn stars that want to hit me up and go retreat, retweet for retweet. It's like, don't fucking piggyback off me. Nobody ever gave me shit. You know, I'm kind Except of the- rejection. I'm the opposite of that with, with girls who want to transition. Maybe not about life advice, but I was just telling one of the new girls, or I say girl, but they're thinking about transitioning. And they were like, I can't believe you're even talking to me. And yeah. this is what I tell all these girls. When I was in their position and there was girls who are in my position now, they wouldn't give me the time of day. Well, I'd be I'm, like, "Fuck off!" I but, spend four to six hours a day on Twitter. Talking yeah, you to do too. But, but it's just I don't. If a girl that I don't know hits me up for a favor, pisses me the fuck off. Like, could you retweet my stuff? Don't tell me you retweet your shit. <laughs> don't ask me for a retweet for a retweet. I don't. No, fucking earn your shit. Build your own fucking brand. And Nina, when I was in the military, if you went on post, you could get a gallon of gas for 75 cents. It was like a dollar off post, but still, could you imagine a dollar a gallon? Yeah, but we were just broke as broke. Back yeah, then I was still just now. as broke. Because we got paid less. Uh, it, it's just, it's always been the same. And your 20 sucks ass. You struggle, it sucks, you have nothing. By the time you're in your 30s, you've acquired something. Not a lot, but you've acquired something. Usually a career, hopefully by the time you're in, in your, your 30s. In your 30s, you actually get to take a few breaths. Yeah. In your <laughs> 30s, things are starting to get better. You're starting to acquire things. And you're starting to have a job that's decent. By the time you're... You're in your 40s. You've got some shit. You've acquired your shit. You have your career down. And by well, the time you're in your 50s, you're, you've pretty well set yourself up. You know, and, and that's another thing. You know, when I transitioned at 40 years old, I literally lost everything. I wasn't in any better of a position than Honey is right now, except I was broke didn't have a place to live, and I was eight grand in debt. But here I am seven years later, no debt, you know, no nothing, because I, I guess because I'm an adult. 
Well, I've told Honey how to become rich, and like I tell everybody, everybody's welcome to hit me up in the DM and go, how do I become rich? Tell me, Kimber, the secret of becoming rich. See, they hit you up asking you how to become rich. They hit me up asking me how to become a girl. <laughs> yeah, <it's> because <laughs> I, I preach all the time, nobody has ever become wealthy and successful from working a job. No nine to five has ever taken someone to a level of success or wealth. Period. It just catches you in a daily grind of repeating the circle. And you just get enough to maintain your lifestyle. But nobody gets rich. Nobody is successful from going to a job every fucking day. Every bit of money in this country held by anybody was made the exact same way on the fucking market. That's where money in this country is made. That's where money, that's how it works. That's where the money is made. And they don't want you to know how to make money in this country. They want you to keep working. They want you to go work nine to five every fucking day keep that machine going when all the wealthy people know exactly how wealth is made and it's not made in doing a job so if any of you motherfuckers want to break free of a fucking job and actually be wealthy you're welcome to hit me up and i will tell you how wealth is actually built which they don't fucking teach you in school and they don't fucking want you to know because they want you to go to work every fucking day to make well, their see, shit. I do do basically the nine to five. It's not really nine to five. However, I am investing my income like a fucking mad woman. I have a 401k. I have a pension. I have an after-tax IRA. I have stocks that I'm buying on my own. I want to be able to call it quits and... In your words, I want to be at the state of fuck you yeah, by the time you. I'm 55. <laughs> and then I can just say, fuck it. I'm going home. And that's going to be a day. So I, I was watching this <clears throat> video on YouTube, Raven. I wanted to share it with you. Well, chances are I've seen it. And <laughs> it, have you ever heard of McNamara's Morons? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I only said that because half the time you're like, here, I want to show you this video. And I'll be like, yeah, it just popped up in my feed. Now, this is 100% true. What I'm about to tell you. This really What's happened. it called again? McNamara's Morons. Oh, jeez. Okay. Let me tell you the backstory of McNamara's Morons. In Vietnam, during the Vietnam War, back in the 70s, they were having a hard time, even with the draft, getting people to fight. So this guy named McNamara, this commanding officer, decided it would be a good idea to get the manpower by uh, creating a division that would allow the people that didn't score high enough, because back in the 70s, they did an IQ test uh, instead of the ASVAB. They did an IQ test. And back then, you needed an 80 on the IQ. You needed an 80 IQ or above to go into service. And those with... Less than an 80 IQ were kicked to the curb. So this guy says, okay, well, I'm going to take the ones that didn't quite make it. I'm going to say, okay, we're going to need a 60 IQ to qualify. So he made up an entire platoon of people in the spectrum <laughs> that were, have you seen my baseball? Have you that, that were drafted, but they were not of sound mind intelligent enough to be considered. <laughs> they were mongoloids, basically. They were mongoloids. And he created an entire division. And what's even more fucked up is everybody else knew what he was doing. He was creating McNamara's morons, and they were disposable 
infantry unit of mentally challenged retards. That's fucked up. I know, right? Isn't that fucked up? But it's a true story. But it's really a bunch of guys. It's a whole platoon of guys. Have you seen my baseball? That were fucking retards that were drafted. They they came in and people are like, oh, we can't accept these. These people are retarded. But then McNamara says, no, 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 no. They're good. I got a special unit for them. See, that's And just- they put them all together. When All I together in a special unit. When I was in the army, I knew a few people that probably would have qualified for that regiment. Isn't that <laughs> fucked up though? And yeah, if if anybody wants to read about it more or learn about it more, it was called McNamara's Morons. <clears throat> and it was during the <laughs> Vietnam conflict where he formed an entire entire platoon of retards for disposable cannon fodder. How fucked up is that? Uh, really? I mean, we need to absorb the enemy firepower and bullets. Send in the retards. Just tell them their baseballs over there. You're mean. <laughs> and technically, because I just they- I looked it up, the the true name was not Mac- McNamara's. That's what morons. everybody called them. It's called Project 100,000. Yes, but everybody <laughs> called them McNamara's morons. But see, I'm glad you looked it up because you can verify <laughs> it is real. And they really did this shit. They made a unit of retarded guys in a unit and they sent them out to fucking die and absorb bullets. They're like, send in the mongoloids. But they really did this. Our U.S. government really made a, a retard unit. Retard military unit. A retard unit. And did it intentionally on purpose to be cannon fodder. Well, like I've said before, I did infantry because I had to prove how masculine I was. But I had scores high enough to do military intelligence. So after my first enlistment, I was basically looking around like, these are McNamara's morons. I need to get somewhere else. (laughs) You don't have to have high scores to pick up a gun and fire it in the military. You really don't. I mean, that's not to say that they're all morons, but a good majority of them are like that. um, (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, 60 IQ, come on now. Have you seen my baseball? (laughs) Uh, Have you ever heard of this online influencer bitch? Her name is Roma. No. It's got a big, huge neck tattoo. No. <sighs> well, uh, she's become this big influencer. I consider her an unfuckable pig that looks like she doesn't bathe. Uh, she has no common sense about her tattoos. Her entire fucking neck is tattooed. Uh, I consider her an extremely obnoxious pig, and I I have had the displeasure of watching some of her content. Um she is big into anti-feminism. She is a woman that talks on men's behalf. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> She's a, a woman that is like men are right. Women are always wrong. And women are high maintenance fucking whiny bitches. And men have to put up with, with women. She's a complete fucking Kanye West traitor for women. She she believes in anti-feminism and that women need to know their fucking place and understand how to treat their man right. 
Oh, God. She looks like she would. She looks like she smells like that juice that collects in the bottom of a dumpster. You know, Wait, dumpster I must kids. not be looking at the right person. Her name is Roma. She's fairly young. She's got a full neck tattoo. But yeah. she looks like a dirty hippie. This girl she, looks MAGA. Yeah, she she is. And, and she wears very little makeup, but she's just a fucking disgusting human being. Uh, her views fucking infuriate me because she's always bagging on how shitty women are and how great men are. And it's like, motherfucker, I've, I've seen both sides. What the fuck do you know, little vagina bitch? I've seen both sides. <laughs> don't don't act like you fucking got it figured out. You were born with a vagina. You sided with the dicks. That's fine. You picked your battle, but don't act like an expert. Like you know all about fucking men and what they want, what they need. Fuck you. Well, bitch. I found her. She looks like she's twenty four <laughs> too. Yeah, and she's just a fucking cunt. Uh, she's just so anti woman. It's sickening. Uh, she's always going off on. Well, that's what those MAGA women are. I mean, I can't remember what in what context this was, but there was like a Republican, some kind of get-together that they were having, and this woman comes up to speak, and she's like, I just want to thank my husband for allowing me to come up here and speak today. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but that... That is my ex's entire family. That's how they act. So I guess we should talk about Jeremy Renner. Okay, I guess you'll be talking about that on your own. Hawkeye. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Got run over by... Renner got run over by a snowcat. Well. Trying to help his neighbors the other day. I guess he's his his eye wasn't quite <laughs> hockey that day. Uh, yeah, you know he can shoot a bow, but he obviously can't <laughs> dodge a snowcat. So you know, I I don't know. I think the worst way to get run over by a snowcat is when it's yours. I think if somebody else runs you over with a snowcat and you live to see another day, you can say, "Hey, you tried to kill." Then me, you're a badass. Yeah. yeah, you're like you tried to kill me, motherfucker. I lived, but now you're like I tried to kill me and I lived. How is he ever going to live that down? Seriously. If he <laughs> if he recuperates from these catastrophic injuries of being run over by a snowcat. Renner got run over by a snowcat. How is he going to recoup the ego? Uh, and you know his neighbors will never want his help again. <laughs> ever. He'll be like, hey, you want me to apply that? They'll be like, no, 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 we're fine. We like our private life <laughs> outside of the news. <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy, you should not be out here plowing anybody's snow. You're you're good with a bow. Do what you know, bro. How much? You know. How much would you want to bet that he's one of those guys that thinks because he can afford something, he should be operating it? You know what's sad though, Raven, and this is 100 percent true. Here's what's really sad: that despite how many comments I make about fucking cracker ass white people or beaner ass Mexican people. Or whatever other group I make fun of, I guarantee the hate mail I'm going to get from this show will be Jeremy Renner fans. Isn't Why? that fucking sad? Because they're savage. Because these fucking Marvel nerds, man. You talk about, you make fun of Jeremy Renner getting run over by a snowplow. And they, they, I guarantee I'll get fucking hate mail from fucking Jeremy Renner fans. How can you be so disrespectful when he had had such crippling injuries? You know, I can honestly say, how long have we been doing this show now? 
years. Four, five, six years now? Something like six. I, I have know. never received hate mail from the show. Oh, I get it all fucking <laughs> That's because you don't say anything to warrant it. You're such a... I'm not an asshole. You said, fuck you. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You say I'm an asshole? You're an asshole. Not to me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so... No, you are... You are the sweetest person on earth to me. Aww. You're going to ruin my rep. <laughs> well, you're an asshole to everybody else. Oh, that's true. So I was. It's like what? Me, Lexus, Diva, Romeo, and that's about it. So I, I was. I've been watching. I've been going down this fucking YouTube rabbit hole of videos. And uh, this rabbit hole was about bodybuilding. Okay. Because I used to do it. I used to be competitive. I used to get up on the stage all oiled up in his Speedo and look like a fucking homo. Now you really look like one. Well, I think I looked more faggoty back then, fucking imposing trunks all oiled (laughs) up than I do now. (laughs) I I, I don't know how I didn't see how gay it was back then. I even had my best friend oil me up. I mean, uh, but anyway. Well, we must, have, aside. we must have made Big Sexy uh, bored or something because he laughed. Yeah. Homoeroticism aside, though, um, because I was part of the sport, I know that to compete, you have to take steroids. You have to. That's, that's, that's the way it is. There is no natural bodybuilding. You know that, right? Well, I mean, even when I was lifting, I told you my doctor had me on steroid, uh, had me on testosterone, and I was taking D-ball. Well, check this out. The rate that uh, is the only sport that has a fatality death rate of 70% by the age of 60. Yeah. 70% of bodybuilders will expire before the age of 60. It, it is the only sport that allows wide use of a felony level schedule one drug. Uh, and they condone it. It's like, why don't we have a heroin championships or something? <laughs> okay, and do you know who Ronnie Coleman is? He was. Mr. I know the name. He was Mr. Olympia like eight times. Yeah, he's a isn't he dude. like a gigantic fucking black dude that's just like completely so ripped that yeah, steroided out. It's, yeah, he's basically crippled nowadays. But um, but let's talk about what a piece of shit he used to be. Not when he's crippled now. Oh, so he hangs out with Val Kilmer? Well, uh, he's all crippled up now. He has to use a walker, so I don't want to pick on old-ass Ronnie Coleman. I want to fucking pick on young-ass Ronnie Coleman and talk about what a piece of shit young-ass Ronnie Coleman was. Now, when he was competing for Mr. Olympia, roided out of his fucking mind. Do you know what else he was doing? He was holding down his full-time fucking job as a cop. Uh, I feel that. So he is injecting a fucking heroin equivalent schedule one drug into himself every day buying black market steroids doing something that's considered a felony and wearing a police uniform every fucking day and busting drug dealers yeah busting drug dealers how do you feel about that i mean what do you where are oh i just thought of that yeah Here's well, what I think dude. of that is most fucking cops are like that anyways. It might not be steroids, but they, they're all doing illegal shit. But when you're then, doing steroids, isn't that like overly advertising that you're a dirty cop? Could be. 
I mean, isn't making it obvious if you're Mr. Olympia and you're larger than any human being can possibly achieve and you're working in a police uniform, aren't you just screaming, I'm a dirty cop? Aren't you wearing all of the evidence? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> hey, I fuck was going to put one up of me too. Fuck you. <laughs> I, see how, I see how you're hey, I told you I'm putting one up of me. Uh-huh. I just can't do it that quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah, you are. I, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. You know what one I'm going to share with me. It's my generic one. <laughs> and he says, why, why? You look like a limp biscuit listening douchebag. Oh, I was. Yeah, you look <laughs> I like. Was. You look like. No, a- not. I didn't like Limp Biscuit, but I did like Disturbed. I did like Megadeth and Metallica and. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that 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 looks like a limp biscuit motherfucker right there. Hey, honey, who's Chris? <laughs> Making fun of her bad spelling. Shame <laughs> on you. You know, can you imagine how bad it would be to be president? I mean, you 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 see these celebrities that are just swarm with paparazzi all the time. But can you imagine? Because this is a job. Let's say you only hold it for four years. It's a job where literally you give up your privacy for life. The maximum you could hold office is eight years, but in return for those eight years, you give up your privacy for life. I mean, not only are you an incredibly public figure and can't go anywhere, you have to have an entourage with you at all times. You're never alone. Your secret service guy is always there. You literally, for eight years of your life, if you luck out and get elected twice, you give up your privacy as a human being for the rest of your fucking life. Obama will never have private time unless he goes into his bedroom, locks it behind him with his wife, and then his secret service guy will listen to them fucking. (laughs) Think about it, though. How fucking awful of a life is that? You literally have somebody with you. You can't even stand to have a roommate. You can't even tolerate a roommate, Raven. Can you imagine having the Secret Service guy that lives with you non-fucking-stop? You're never alone with your wife. You're never alone with your family. You can never go anywhere by yourself. without You, you want to go to the beach? This fucking guy is in a suit with you. I mean, what kind of fucking life would that be? That would be insane. Sorry, M. It's always M. Black complaining that he can't hear the show, so I was just making sure we were still broadcasting. Okay, yeah, because you weren't you weren't helping me at all there. No, because I was trying to. Ma- you know what? I would rather get the show up and running and not get bitched at than have a few seconds of dead air. Because if I had looked up to you and said, we're no longer broadcasting, your eyes would have turned to silver and laser beams would have come out. Tell me I'm wrong. But I mean, I, I don't understand the, the trade. I mean, if you're, what kind of a personality wants to hold down a job for eight years and then for the rest of their life never have privacy for the rest of their fucking life i mean uh, at least if you're a hollywood celebrity once you get past the gates of your home you have fucking privacy i think they have privacy it's just they always have a wall of men between you and anyone else but he has so to i think i think service live with him i think when joe biden goes home which is not far for him 
Which old folks' <laughs> home does he live at? No, I'm just saying when he's in the White House, you know, or wherever he goes when he stays, I don't think the Secret Service sits in the room with them, but they're always somewhere. You think Joe Biden carries Werther's originals in his pocket? <laughs> he probably does. He's of that era. I remember when you had your phase of aviators. You made me think of the movie we watched the other night when you brought up Werther's. Oh, Dirty Grandpa. I love that fucking movie. You know that's considered one of the worst. I found a a Werther's in your pants. I've been sucking on it for an hour. And you know that that's considered that movie. Everybody hated that movie. It's considered a horrible movie. I love it. Fucking love that movie. I, thought, I, I like it too. I thought Robert De Niro was so fucking funny. That's a movie I could play in the background all the fucking time. Because you know the jokes are great. You know why? Because you are <laughs> Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro in that movie. I am. I'm totally <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> What what do you call his? Are you his, still Jenny of the cock block? Yeah. What do you call his grandson's car? The the lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you would do. Judging by that lady you pulled up in. <laughs> yeah, his whole fucking how Robert De Niro acted in Dirty Grandpa was totally me in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's totally me. And you know what? You, if if I had to say any of the girls was you, it would be Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Except black men instead of old men. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we Tell still- me we're in prison and you're going to make me your bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm right, aren't I? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you for knowing me so goddamn well. I I I thought I I thought we were going to get some black dick tomorrow. We might. Uh, well, I got to be back here by 11 o'clock for my daddy call. Well, I have two possible lineups. One is untested, but he's hung pretty good. For tomorrow? Yeah. Both tomorrow? No, no. I haven't decided which one I want to do yet. Well, one's reliable. I know, but the other one's got a bigger dick. Oh, geez. If he shows up. if He says he's been trying to get with me for years and just realized that I lived in Kentucky. Do you want to just split the difference? You take the big dick guy, I'll take the other guy. Well, the I'm not going to say the other guy's got a small dick. It's no, he just doesn't. this I mean, guy's it, dick looks I'm, bigger. I'm happy. I, I mean, you know, if you if you've got two lined up, you can take the other guy if you want to uh, see him, and I I can t- see our guy at the studio, and I'll do a film with him. Oh, jeez. No, I'm. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm trying to be cool, bro. <laughs> Trying to help you out as the, the talent coordinator. I'm like, if you got two and they both fucking well, wanna, why don't we can split? Why don't difference. we do that? Because the other one's already pissed me off with his fucking snitching bullshit. Snitches get stitches. I'm gonna tell you guys something right now. He's listening, listening on this show. show. The quickest way to not get a shoot with Bad Girl Mafia. Is reach out to me, and when I'm not responding on your time frame, you run to fucking Kimber. (laughs) You'll piss me off. I arrange shoots. You will never shoot again. She doesn't like tattletales. (laughs) She doesn't like to be tattled on. I I don't tattle on people either. 
<laughs> I live by, you know, my my rules. I don't just impose them on other people. Listen, he doesn't fucking know. He doesn't know that that's a trigger for you. Now he knows. Now if he does it, now you can get pissed. But he didn't know before. Honey's good at doing that. Oh, fucking honey is a master pissing me the fuck off. I, I wouldn't say honey <laughs> pisses me off, but annoys me. Honey can be annoying sometimes. Like, she'll be talking to me about shit. I'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then she'll be like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay. I hope you like your gift, too, because I chipped my nail making it. Totally oh. chipped my thumbnail. Oh, my, my Vader? Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we should tell our listeners about what that was. Have we not talked about that yet? I, I I put on Twitter my my display how it was coming, but I haven't put up all the upgrades that you helped me pull off. <laughs> so I, I'm building a life size Vader display in my office. I've put some videos of it on Twitter of how it's coming along. But I got this chest plate and the full belt, but it has all these lighting systems in it, and I wanted to convert it and make it to where it plugged in, where the display could always be on. It would have the flashing lights for Vader. So I gave it to the electrical engineer, Raven. I said, Raven, make this work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it had three separate, I guess you could call them kind of like pods that used two little coin batteries in each one. And I just went through and made sure we had the right sized uh, converter, you know, the AC adapter, and then just spent... All morning today, wiring it up. Now Vader <laughs> has a flashing chest plate and flashing... That will never go dead. He had a flashing chest plate. It would just go dead after a yeah, while. Yeah, flashing belt devices. It looks cool. It looks cool. Maybe later I'll put on uh, a new video on, on Twitter showing all the updates. I have no updates. So, have you ever watched the Boba Fett series? No. You watched the whole Mandalorian, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So why... Okay, let's start with that, Raven. Let's start with asking you, did you enjoy the Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, I did like the Mandalorian. Okay, so why did you decide not to watch Boba Fett? Because I don't have Disney Plus anymore. Thought we all did. I haven't set it up. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. We all have everything. Fuck you. All right. Is your YouTube set up yet? Yes. Oh, so she finally did it for no, you? I did it. Uh-huh. I did it. It's been set up for a long time. Mm-hmm. So you're the one who doesn't have your Disney Plus set up. It's not because you don't have access to it. I don't watch Disney Plus. Literally, the only time I bought Obviously, a one-year membership when it first came out was so that I could watch The Mandalorian. You're so fucking defensive just because I asked you why you didn't watch Boba Fett. Jesus. I will fuck you up. <laughs> it's like, because <laughs> fuck you is why. It's like, guy, why are you getting defensive? No, I didn't say because fuck you. <laughs> I said because I don't watch Disney. Uh, okay. I'm so not five. If you had Disney, which you do have, but if you had it set up, why would you choose not to watch? No, I didn't say I wouldn't. If, okay. if you vouched for it, because I know your standards. Now, without me vouching one way or the other, would then you watch I, it? Yeah, I haven't watched it because you haven't told me one way or the other, so I didn't really care. But would you on your own without hearing anything from me? No, I haven't. Yeah, but once you get your Disney set up. 
Well, now you already talked about it, so now I have to watch at least the first episode to see if it's as good as Mandalorian. All right. <clears throat> Let me tell you about Boba Fett series. It was not as good as Mandalorian. Uh, I, I <laughs> now I'm not going to watch it. I okay. How, how do I put this series? Okay. There's some goofy shit in it. There's some goofy shit, but I was entertained. Uh, I would not recommend it for a non-Star Wars fan, but I think a Star Wars fan will enjoy Boba Fett the series. However, I had one huge hurdle that I just couldn't get over that I had a problem with with the series. And this was the biggest killer for me. The rest of it, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it well enough, but there was one glaring loophole that just kept punching me in the face as I watched the series that I can't, got, could not get over. I'm going to explain to you why I had a problem with the Boba <laughs> Fett series and why it's such a big problem for me, okay? Because you've watched all the movies, right? Except for the new ones. No, I... Yeah, I think I've seen them all. You watch all the prequels too, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're familiar with what I'm about to talk about. So when Luke Skywalker was born, Boba Fett was 10 years old. Remember from the prequels? He was 10 years old. Yeah. Little Boba. And I researched this, by the way, because I, I it was pissed me off to the extent that I had to research this. Everything so I went pisses on you Google off. And I said, how old was Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi supposed to be? And they said that the character of Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi was 23 years old. Okay. Okay. Now, Boba Fett was 10 years old when Luke Skywalker was born, which means Boba Fett is 33 years old at the time he is on that skiff and gets knocked into the Sarlacc pit. You follow me? Yeah. Now, here's the problem. We all know that Boba Fett is a clone, so he looks just like Jango Fett, right? Yeah. But they use the same actor. So here's what happens in the first of the series. It picks up with him going into the Sarlacc pit. He goes down into the Sarlacc pit. He gets a stormtrooper down there that's dead and gets his air to give him a little more air. And then he escapes in like an hour and a half from the Sarlacc pit. Okay. what do he do? Climb out the mouth? Uh, kind of. He like blows a hole in the side of it and climbs out from the Oh, jeez. But, and then he, he's recovered by sand people that take him into the tribe and nurse him back to health. And he spends like six months with the sand people, okay? Being taken into the tribe, like six months. Okay. Now, here's my problem, Raven. Now, as I explained to you, Boba Fett was 33 years old when he went to the Sarlacc pit. But God damn it, if he doesn't come out two hours later as a 63-year-old man. Well, maybe the oh no 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 Sarlacc saliva has some aging shit in now, it. Now, before you go there, <laughs> he does come out all fucked up from the Sarlacc saliva. They put him in a bacta tank and it heals him all up. So now he's a nice healed sixty-three-year-old man. <laughs> so my problem is. When he went in there, he was a cocky 33-year-old bounty hunter. A few hours later, he comes out a geriatric 63-year-old crotchety Gran Torino motherfucker who acts as a crotchety old wise Bubble Fett. Okay, now the whole series, he acts like an old crotchety wise Bubble Fett in his later years. He went into that pit. This is a, He's 33 years old in this series. <laughs> According to what the series have told me, that he just spent a couple hours in that Sarlacc pit and then six months with the Sam people, that tell me the entire series he is 33 years old. And he literally <laughs> acts, acts like Clint Eastwood for Gran Torino. He is an old crotchety Boba Fett. 
that's way past his prime. And they keep making a point to say, you know, he's he's got more padding now, you know, because for some reason in an hour and a half of being at a star like that, he gained 40 fucking pounds. Uh. <laughs> 40 fucking pounds. That Sarlacc pit, I don't know if he ate his way out, but he <laughs> crawled out 40 pounds oh. heavier and 30 years older. And it would have been fine if they had used a young guy. Like, they use a young version of Django in The Phantom Menace. Remember that when they go to the young clones? Yeah, the little just, kid. No, they had like a 20-year-old version, too, and it looked a lot like the Oh, actor. okay. But what I was saying is they could have gone with a younger actor that looked very similar but the fact that they use the same actor and he's 63 years old now, he literally comes out of the pit 40 pounds heavier and 30 years older and like, then plays Boba Fett as an old man. Like if they did a Rocky where it picks up now but picks up from the last movie, but he's Sylvester Stallone now. Yeah, and, and <laughs> the whole series, so the, the big issue with me in the series is the whole issue I'm watching. I'm having is I'm watching the series and I know, I know in my mind from the series was told me that that's 33 year old Boba Fett, but this is a story of old man Boba Fett. And I'm confused as fuck because the entire series is written as old man Boba Fett, old washed up old man Boba Fett. They eat, eat, they keep saying you're getting old and all this shit is old man Boba Fett. But in the story, they tell me he's 30 years old. Nina, that can't happen, or it can't happen in the way you're thinking. If Bubba Fett went around a star and was caught in the gravity field, we would all be old as fuck, and he would still be young. Yeah, but he went into the Sarlacc pit, a 33-year-old man. He eats his way out (laughs) because he's put on 40 pounds, and he's gotten 30 years older. And for some reason, he now acts like a 63-year-old man. Sarlacc's some good shit. Obviously, (laughs) high calorie. I mean, he put on 40 pounds eating his way out of that shit. Oh, did you see we have a project now? What's our project? M. Black says the hottest thing in the world would be us topless standing next to the Millennium Falcon. What do you have coming? Well, yeah, I have a Millennium (laughs) Falcon coming. I have a Boba Fett helmet, too. So we may have to stand next to it with no no shirts on. So if you do watch this series, Raven... Uh, like I said, it was very entertaining. There's some great fan moments. You get to see the Rancor monster fuck shit up, which is always fun. But you're going to have to, in your mind, you're going to have to cope with the issue. And uh, Black Kimber would have to answer that. She's much more knowledgeable than I am. Of why he goes in the Sarlacc pit, 33 no. year and in shape, and he comes out. Out of shape in 63. Well, no, no. M. Black asks, are there any movies of Bubba Fett being badass he's always been described as being? Uh, old Bubba Fett. <laughs> old Bubba Fett's not a pussy. He, he's, he's, I, I think he was portrayed as being more of a badass in The Mandalorian when we first met him. See, I would almost love to see a series done about The Mandalorian Wars. I think that would be a cool Star Wars show. I would say the coolest scene, because like Vader had his scene in Rogue One, that was the ultimate Vader scene, coming down the hallway, fucking like 30 rebel soldiers up. But I would say that the ultimate Boba Fett scene that I've Wasn't seen Wasn't that on New film, Hope? That was Rogue One. That was Rogue One. 
Yeah, but when he entered the ship going after Princess that, Leia, he was just grabbing people and... Yes, but I'm talking about Rogue One. They actually, you see him murder all the people on his way there. Oh. You've never watched Rogue One? I don't remember. It, I don't remember what I did last week. It is literally week. the greatest Vader scene ever put to screen because it's the one scene you get to see why everyone's terrified of this man. His lightsaber activates, and there's like 30 soldiers. And he is slamming people against the ceiling, cutting them in half. It's grisly as <laughs> I don't fuck. remember that. It is violent, and you get to see Darth Vader fuck shit up. For like 10 minutes, he fucks shit up. And you're like, okay, I get why everyone's terrified of this motherfucker now. But anyway, if Boba Fett ever had a, a time of that, I would say it's the one scene when he's first introduced in The Mandalorian where he gets his armor back for the first time. When he comes down and he takes out like 20, 30 stormtroopers by himself. In The Mandalorian when he first gets his armor back. That was probably the coolest Boba Fett scene I've ever seen put to screen. But uh, yeah, there, I, I wouldn't say that his series did much for him. I mean, hell, two of the episodes were about the Mandalorian, not about Boba Fett at all. Yeah. Mandalorian is just was kind of a more interesting character. I think Boba Fett was an interesting villain. He was an interesting looking villain. But I don't think there's enough meat there. I think the Mandalorian was just a more interesting character. I think fans want Boba Fett to be more interesting than he really is. Because he looks so cool. I could see that. But he doesn't have the meat and potatoes backstory to make him all that interesting. He's just a thug. He's a fucking thug that worked for a slug. Works for a slug. Yeah, that's literally all he was. He was a thug that worked for a slug. A thug. He was a slug thug. He was a fucking slug thug. That's all he was. was a fucking slug thug. I never understood how... Jabba, who's so fucking fat, he can't even... His fucking bed has to move around with him. How the hell did he become powerful if he was such a fat slob? Uh, because the huts are deceivedly, deceivingly agile. Believe it or not, if Jabba wanted to move, he could. He could move quite well. They are a very strong but fat species and very quick <laughs> when they want to be. And... Uh, yeah, they're actually very physically intimidating. What was that for? It was for Mandingo. Chill. What's the picture of? He said anything Mandalorian was awesome, so I just found a sexy Mandalorian chick and put it on there for him. Well, goddamn. If he's so much into that, I'll just put on my Boba Fett helmet and take oh, a few geez. nudes for him. Uh, <laughs> and he can see uh, Boba Fett with uh, titty implants. He can see what what Boba looks like when Boba has boobies. He can see the boobies of Boba. You'd be booba, booby fat? Yeah, booby fat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm going to do a photo shoot. I'm doing a photo shoot now. Love You're it, Raven. Booby fat. I'm calling it booby fat. I love it. It's genius. <laughs> It's genius. <laughs> I have the helmet. I'm totally doing it now. Booby fat. <laughs> totally doing it. I'm going to take the pictures right from my Millennium Falcon and my Vader. <laughs> Booby fat. Love it. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait for summer. 
I can't wait to feel my hands and feet again. Well, That'd I was about nice. to say, I can't wait for summer because then I won't freeze in your house anymore. Yeah, I can't wait to be able to feel my hands and feet again. That's going to be such a nice luxury. I'm not going to be used to all that. It'll be so nice. Buy a big house, they said. It'll be fun, they said. <laughs> I tried to tell you fuckers that owning old houses wasn't worth it. You know, and, and all these people that want to fucking own a church where they can convert it to a house. You know what? I think the idea of doing something like that is cool, but I wouldn't want a church. I've always wanted to buy an old uh, garage, like an old working on car garage, and convert half of it into into a house and have the garage part stay the garage so I can work on Molly. What I would love is all-day access to a church. Oh, God. Just give me all the yeah. access to a church. Just some fucking dirty preacher out there. Uh. Hit me up <laughs> if you own a church. Give me just one day to shoot inside your church. Well, you heard it's been a couple years that that pastor, I think it was in Georgia, he got caught fucking prostitutes in the church. Oh, I will do so much fucked up shit in the hollowed uh, halls of God. It will. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, if I had access to a church, you know, we'd be fucking on the pews. Fuck me up there at the podium. Fuck me in confessional booth. Shit, slam my face down to the holy water. I now, don't give a shit. having grown up Episcopal, I would have to say that I would totally have fun going. I would be Aubrey Plaza and, and the nasty grandpa if I could do some shit in a confessional. Yeah, that'd be hot. That's Lexus's biggest fantasy. Really? Yeah. Ah! That's her biggest sexual fantasy. She wants to have sex in a confessional booth because she's a Catholic girl. That's her one. Yeah, Episcopal is just a very minor offshoot of Catholicism. That is the one big sexual fantasy that Lexus has not been able to do (laughs) that she's always wanted to do. Fuck in a confessional booth. There you go. There's an idea. Like, where the fuck am I going to get a confessional booth? Just buy one. Put it in no, your house. It's not the same. <laughs> she wants a fucking real one. She wants to feel like she's doing, doing something dirty. Yeah, in the house of God. <laughs> That's what makes it. It can't be a set. It's not the same. It's get naked and do a pool party in the little uh, baptism shrine thing. It's just the blasphemy of the whole fucking act that makes it so hot. You know. So that that's what she's wanting. She's wanting to be, uh, she's wanting to blasphemy fuck. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I could if if it was just a confessional booth, I could fucking build her that shit. But no, she wants it the real thing. She want you to douse her with holy water she, while she's doing it. She she's actually gone into this fantasy. Really? Yeah, she wants people to be. At church? Yes. (laughs) While it happens. She's so dirty. She wants people outside to have the chance of hearing her getting fucked in the confessional. Yeah, she wants like a service to be happening or something. And she's in the confessional booth. Oh, God. Getting some dick. Trying to be I mean, we all have our fantasies, though, so... I can't. Okay, I can't okay. really say much. I, I'll, I'll share. I'll share one of mine if you share one of yours. 
Well, you already know most of mine. Tell me uh, an intense sexual fantasy you have that you'd love to explore that you've never had that's just all fantasy. <laughs> You're going to laugh. I'm, I'm waiting. I would have, I would love to have unfettered access to a jail cell. Okay. You know me. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I have to elaborate? Yes. Tell me your fantasy. Get in depth with it. I'll tell you mine. And then a guy comes in and tells me I'm going to be his punk bitch. And then I got to suck his dick and then so you get be, fucking pumped out right on the metal bed. You want to be a prison rape? You know I love that shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> See, here's mine. See, I've been with plenty of black guys like that. So here's mine. I'm walking down the street. I'm wearing something cute, like maybe little booty shorts, wedge heels, little midriff top. See, that's because of who you are. <laughs> I would not walk down the street like that, ever. It's in the middle of the day. Uh, a motorcycle passes me, slows down, and pulls off to the side of the road. There's a biker on it. He wants me to hop on the back. I do so because <laughs> I'm bored. I ain't got nothing to do. Then what I don't know is when we take off, he goes straight to his MC. <laughs> and there's like five bikers waiting. And what I don't know is I'm the uh, entertainment for the day. And then they all take turns with me and turn me into their biker bitch for the day. And I get pounded out by the whole MC. <clears throat> See, I don't ever want to hear you giving me shit for wanting to fuck vagina ever again. Why? None of that was wanting to fuck vagina. That was wanting to be vagina. Yeah, I, I always am vagina. Every once in a while, I want to get the vagina. Don't look at me like that. I will look at you like that because I'm going to lay some truth on you. You have shied away more than you used to from topping because you're starting to accept. No, it's because I'm never doing it anymore, so I'm not confident in my abilities. Well, you're starting to accept the fact that no matter how somebody rocked the motion in the ocean with your dick, what would they do to you? What are you talking about? They wouldn't do much. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if somebody whipped out your dick and said they were going to rock your world, oh. they were going to fucking rock your world, and they knew how to fuck like an animal, and you looked at their dick, you'd roll your fucking eyes at them. Would you not? That has nothing to do with me wanting to put my dick in a vagina, though. But I think that there's a, a part of you that believes, like, you know, you're not going to satisfy this person. And I think you have a little insecurity about that, is what I'm saying. No, because when it's vagina, those girls are just happy most of the time. Just getting their hands on tits and a dick at the same time. They don't care. So they have a low bar. If it's got to be saying. a huge dick. <laughs> so what you're saying is they have a lower bar. Bitch, I don't have to have a huge dick. I'm raving fucking rocks. I love the confidence. <laughs> I don't have to have a huge dick. You are raving fucking rocks. And you're right, you don't. <laughs> I've got some of the biggest tits and trans porn. And first off, you already have a big dick. Oh, whatever. You just have to call it over. I don't get to experience what that feels like with your penis, though. What what experiences? You get to feel plenty of experience. No, I don't get to feel what it's like putting my dick in things. 
I occasionally want to put my dick in things too. Yet, every time I give you the choice, you always choose to take it. You always <laughs> hey, want to be the catcher. Not I the have catcher. told you that I want to fuck you. And I always say, okay. With you, I know it won't do anything for you because you've got a worn out pussy oh, like I do. Fuck you. <laughs> I've been with a lot of black men. I've been with you a lot lately. Oh, uh, that's true. I guess I count as a black person. <laughs> Actually, the guy, the, the untested talent guy, he was texting me on my way here. And I was actually telling him, it seems like all the guys, all the black men that want to fuck ass, fuck tranny ass, hit you up. And me, know, with, my, with my five inches of fury, <laughs> get the black men that want me to fuck them in the ass. Those exist? Yes, and I no. get them all. Not and for, I hate it. Not for me. Black men that hit me up are strong alpha Manly man. There's one video where we fuck man ass. And you did it a hell of a lot more than I did in that video, but I'm the one getting approached to fuck dudes in their hairy, smelly, <laughs> dingleberry asses. <laughs> uh, I, I get a lot of white guys uh, approach me to top them. They want to be my sissy bitch. A lot of white guys. All the white me. guys hit me up for that. Yeah, but the black but guys... But all the black guys that hit me up also want that. Black guys are familiar with my views and content. Guarantee you Mandingo here is. <laughs> they need their black man card revoked. That's what he just said. <laughs> so I, I, I'm And the- I agree. If if you're gonna be a fucking man in the relationship, you know, even if it's just a relationship to the extent that you're having sex, be the fucking man. See, I, I didn't get tits and all this laser and all these surgeries because I wanted to be big studly Mike fucking people in the ass. No, I could have done that and gotten more ass from dudes as a big fucking muscular dude. See, we've got in this room, we got Mandingo, M. Black, Rodney, my peeps, my peeps, my big strong black man. Act like you fucking own them all. What? That's why they don't hit me up either. Wait. First of all, you don't say that. You don't say you own black men, okay? Especially when you're a white person. No, I know how to treat a black man, and they understand that. They know my vibe. They know I appreciate a black man. I appreciate everything a strong black man is. I appreciate a strong black man for what he is. I know how to show appreciation to a strong yes, black man the way but he deserves what about to be appreciated. The way, what in the way that the I respect. act says I want her dick in my ass? I will tell you why more black men come to me. Okay. Because you seem like a cracker-ass Karen bitch. No, no. I'm saying, why are the black guys that approach me, what vibe do I give off of, I like fucking dude ass? I I don't know. I I don't. So I don't understand that. Well, maybe it's because you have fucked quite a bit of dude ass. Whatever. I did it twice on camera. Didn't didn't like it. 
he, the guy was paying for it, and he paid very well. And not the twink. No, I'm talking about the guy that paid yeah, for it. Yeah, I know, it. but you did two times off camera, two times on camera. That was you fucked a guy different time. <laughs> Listen to you. I love how you keep moving the goalposts. I did that because I was showing him who the bitch was. I mean, but see, Mandingo repeated it, but I think you do come off as a bit of a also, Karen. I did it because he was begging for us to fuck him in the ass and you wouldn't do it. Fuck no. I'm not going to fuck no dude in the ass. Okay. You fuck my ass. There's not much You're not difference. A dude, yes. There's a huge difference. Here's the, th- here's the thing, okay? There's a dick hanging down. Let's say I go to the bar, which I never do, but let's say I do. I don't even drink. But let's just say in this fictional fucking scenario, I do. <laughs> I'm at the fucking club and I drink for some reason. And I'm sitting there and a guy, a guy picks up on me. He's a man. And he has a beard. He looks like a manly guy. And he invites me back to his place. And I go. I decide, okay, I want to fuck this guy. So I get back to his place. If he looks like a man and present himself to me as a man and we get back to his place and in the bedroom he becomes a bitch, that's fucking like a trap. That's like a tranny trap that didn't tell you she was a tranny. To me, that's false fucking advertising. You want to be a fucking bitch, you advertise as such. You want to get butt fucked, advertise to me like you're looking to get butt fucked. Raven has big ass titties and big ass ass on hormones. You that committed, (laughs) I'll fuck you in the ass. (laughs) But if you want to act like a man and look like a man and I go home with you, I expect you to be what you have presented yourself as. But I have, I have never fucked a dude because I wanted to. I expect them. I expect a man. If I if I want to have sex with a man, I want him to be a fucking man. I expect him to be a goddamn man. Don't be no bitch. Don't be no fucking bitch. Be a man. Be a man. I'm the bitch. I got the tits. You treat me like I got the tits. <laughs> and that is why me and black men get along so fucking. Well, famously. why don't you ever let me treat you like you got the tits? Whatever. I won't put my dick in something. First of all. You did that the last time. What? You got all dominant and shit. The last time? Yeah, Thursday. No, I didn't. Yeah, you're like, you know, you start pulling down your pants. You're like, I want my dick sucked. <laughs> you just came out and said, you're just like, I want my dick sucked. I'm like, okay. Well, I didn't think you were going to do it. Then why'd you fucking say it? Because I wanted you to. Why? Did you like it? I always like it. I'll whip it out right now. You can suck it right right on the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. For <laughs> six minutes. Well, you know me. You last a lot longer than six minutes. You last forever. Yeah, you're right. You last it may not be forever. huge, but I'll jackhammer you for three hours. Yes, you will. Your, your endurance, your athleticism is off the charts. I'm just a crippled old person. If I get a hold of you, I can rip you in half like fucking Bishop and Aliens, but I'm not going to catch anybody. <laughs> I'm slow and lumbering. And if I got to walk my crippled ass to you, I'm going to beat you down to a pulp because <laughs> I'm making it worth my trip. That's a long fucking walk for me at my age. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I knew that was yeah, coming. Like, can we listen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what, M. Black? You can hit me up. 
on Twitter in the DM, and I will send you videos of us doing that. We have plenty. We, we make videos doing that all the fucking time. I'm baby when it comes to men. Honey doesn't like black men. See, and that's what I don't understand. She doesn't like black men. But if you're a tranny, it doesn't matter if you're a fucking dumpster tranny outside McDonald's. <laughs> she wants you to put your dick in her. Yeah, but honey is so full of shit. She's like, I don't, I'm not into black men. I don't do that. No, that's my line. And we're like, okay. But the then, bitch just told me that this year she's going to start doing scenes with men. Yeah, and then she's like, well, it depends on how big their dick is. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, how big does a black man's dick have to be before black man okay now? She's like, well, at least as big as yours. I'm like, so if we find a black guy with a dick as big as mine, then you don't mind he's black. And she's like, nope. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll line her up one. She's all about the big ass dick. She don't fucking care what color it is. She acted like she cared about the color, but it, she just cares about the size. She don't mm -hmm. fucking care what color that dick is. If it's big, she wants it. She's a horny little bitch. But if you Kimber gave me permission to DM, everybody has fucking if, permission if to DM. If you throw me. on some lipstick, though, she'll have sex with you at McDonald's. But not in McDonald's, outside at the dumpster. Oh, gross. Everybody has permission to DM me on Twitter. My, uh, my Twitter DMs are open. Just tell me, hey, you listen to the radio show. Totally fucking chat with you. Anybody's welcome to hit me up. Uh, anybody in here that has hit me up knows I'm very approachable. I will hit you back. Send you goodies and pictures and videos and naughty shit and, and all that shit. Not as much as I can show you on OnlyFans. Kimberhaven or Kimberhaven.com. Shameless plug. Ravenrocks.com. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but Kimberhaven.com has more shit. MVRavenrocks.com. Oh, what else? I got another one too. I, I'm yeah, I've got many vids. I got a loyal fans. No, I have an actual, it's like, uh, tsravenfans.com will take you right to my OnlyFans. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have kimberhaven.com or kimberhaven on OnlyFans. I'm... Nope, I went out and I made domains for each of mine. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I guess it's he's asking to go out. And I guess well, it's we're, for, we're yeah. down to about 40 seconds. So, all so. right, people, sorry we had to take two weeks off, but, you know, it's the holidays. It happens once a year. It's family time, slack. which yeah. we very rarely get. So we love you guys. We hope we made you laugh, maybe think a little bit, and you're welcome to send me Turned hate you mail. on a little bit. Yeah, you're welcome to send me hate <laughs> mail. Shoot me a DM. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. Anyway, I'm going to suck your fucking dick. <laughs>